Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni and today we're talking with Michelle Markowitz. Michelle is president and CEO of the Cardinal Cushing Centers, a place where people of all ages and abilities find possibility, opportunity and hope. She's here with me this morning to talk about her career path and the amazing new initiative that Cardinal Cushing Centers is launching. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning, Kendra. Thank you. I understand that you grew up in a small seaside town of Hull, Massachusetts. Tell me a little bit about your childhood. My parents uh, raised my brother, Mark, and I with really strong work ethic and really instilled the importance of family. My mom and dad at times worked jobs, uh, multiple jobs to provide for us. And we spent a lot of time with my mom's side of the family. She was one of eight, and I was the oldest of 17 grandchildren. So, you know, as you can imagine, growing up was (laughs) really fun. Yes, I bet. Um, You know, our house was uh, always filled with love, laughter, and great food. And my mom loved nothing more than, than feeding all of our family and our friends. Well, you went to a private high school and you had your first experience with the Cardinal Cushing Centers at that time. Tell us, how did this come about? So my senior year included service work, and uh, there were many options to choose from. But I really felt drawn to Cardinal Cushing Center's uh, Braintree Day, uh, Day School location. And I remember touring, and my, just, my heart just really um, was just so full of joy, and I felt so connected to uh, the community there. And um, I remember um, that first group of students that I worked with, Uh, had just incredible challenges and really complex medical profiles, but were just so um, incredible to watch them grow and achieve goals every day. And uh, my time there was truly a gift. And even after my high school graduation, I stayed there and worked summer camps. And, you know, the, the time there was just so rewarding. For those who aren't aware, can you explain what Cardinal Cushing Centers is and who who they serve? Yes, Cardinal Cushing Centers, um, we've been supporting individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities for over 70 years. And through the years, certainly our programs have changed and evolved. Um, Today, we sport about 130 students in our two uh, school locations, Braintree St. Coletta Day School and Cardinal Cushing School in Hanover, which offers day and residential options. Um, We support 65 adults in our um, group home models, 
and about 200 individuals in our day hub and community day, day um, employment programs. Um, we also offer adult family care and shared living, um, and we uh, employ 650 employees. Well, I can say I mentioned it on this show, I, and I mention it all the time. I have three kids, and I have a daughter, and I have two sons, and they're both uh, diagnosed with autism. And I, I always thank, you know, whoever God, uh, whoever the mysterious, magical beings above, for the people like you who decide that's what you want to do with your career to work with children or adults or anyone that has a developmental disability or delay. And and I'm always wondering, do you? Did you always want to do this? Did you did you have this career path in mind before high school? Because I'm so grateful you do and that there are people mm-hmm. like you out there. But I'm curious to know how the interest starts for you. You know, until my volunteering, I, I really didn't have any direct opportunity to work with individuals with developmental disability. Um, I have an uncle who uh, has schizophrenia. And, you know, there were times that our family really struggled uh, and he really struggled with his mental illness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think watching that and watching my grandparents struggle with decisions around his care um, really brought an awareness and sensitivity to health and human services and just the field of disabilities. Do you think there's a misconception about people with developmental disabilities? And what is the biggest misconception, if you think so? You know, I do. I think that there's definitely um, stereotypical bias that still exists and Mm. I think we have definitely uh, gotten better and we, we definitely are doing better, but we underestimate the abilities of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And I think that many focus on the disability itself or focus on maybe the physical differences and make assumptions and see those barriers um, to their success in, che- in achieving their goals. And Um, Again, we've come a long way, but I think it's our job to really continue to educate and advocate for disability inclusion. You know, people with disabilities should have the same access to education and activities and housing and employment opportunities that exist with um, their peers who don't have disabilities. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And I understand that, you know, after you graduated from Bridgewater State, you, you know, like most college graduates, you know, you didn't really know what you wanted to do and you thought about taking a completely different career path. Tell us about that. So my brother um, was a criminal justice major in college and was scheduled to take the police exam. And, you know, it sort of piqued my interest. Um, We have uh, many family members who are in law enforcement and my dad was a clerk magistrate for 47 years. And um, I thought, why not? You know, and I ended up taking the test and actually scored um, higher than my brother, which, you know, sort of (laughs) felt very empowering for me and gave us all a chuckle. Um, But I began to think about this new possibility and how I could bring my values of compassion and integrity and service to others within this role. So, you know, from there, I ended up attending and graduating from um, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts uh, Municipal Police Training Committee. And... Um, this afforded me an opportunity if I wanted to become a police officer um, in a seasonal role. Um, And so that was sort of happening. And then all of a sudden at Cushing, the director of admissions announced that he was taking another position within the agency. And I just, for there, for for me right there was, was my opportunity. And this was really a sign for me to stay because I loved what I did. And 
and really struggled with the idea of leaving and going to pursue something completely different. And, you know, I really um, am so grateful that I did stay. Um, so, you know, it was it was an interesting twist. <laughs> wow. I bet. Yeah. I mean, that's but it's great. I mean, look, you, you knew what you wanted to do. You tried something and you went for it. I, I love it. You know, after accepting the position of director of admissions at Cardinal Cushing Centers, I understand that you had a certain goal in mind to, you know, sort of broaden the reach of the organization. What was that and, and how did you work to achieve it? So shortly after um, accepting the position, I really wanted more for the organization. You know, seeing just the incredible things that we do here every day. Um, I wanted to expand Cushing's footprint beyond Massachusetts and share the opportunities at a national level. And at the time, uh, we had just hired a new CEO, um, Joanne Simons, who is now uh, executive director of Northeast Arc. Um, and, and she um, heard my idea and said, you know, Michelle, I'll give you two years uh, to present some results. And of course, I was quickly hitting the ground and traveling all over the United States, meeting with families and advocates and educational attorneys and psychologists. And, you know, um, I have to say the, it was an incredible journey for me personally and professionally. And, and within a few years, um, we had students from 10 different states outside of Massachusetts. Um, and then from there, I went back to Joanne and said, listen, you know, this is an opportunity to expand internationally. I really want to, you know, there's a need there. And so we applied with um, the Department of Homeland Security and it was not an easy process, but um, Cardinal Cushing was um, uh, granted the opportunity to issue F-1 visas for international students. And so that really made a huge impact uh, for us here and just, you know, spreading the work uh, and opportunities. So very excited that that happened. And I want to give the website out. I'll give it out multiple times, but it's CushingCenters.org. CushingCenters.org. And we'll put a link up on our website as well so people can go there, get more information, donate if they can. Um, You know, as you continued to get success working at Cardinal Cushing Centers, you were tasked with, you know, a lot more responsibility at the same time you started a family of your own, which is a whole other ballgame in and of (laughs) itself. Tell me about your family and, and how you've been able to balance family life, and such a demanding job? So my husband, Jeremy, and I have two sons. Um, my son, Reef is seven, and my son, Sawyer, is five. Oh, you're and, in the weeds, uh, just like me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I am. Yeah, they're, oh, they're great. Um, my husband is incredibly supportive of my career, and we truly are a team. Um, I'm also blessed with an incredible babysitter who is like family, and I'd be We'd be lost with her without her, and I'd be lost without her. Um, my boys refer to her as Auntie Andrea. And, um, you know, I guess to answer your question about balance, I'm still working on that. And I mm-hmm. think most career women are. I think, you know, I'm trying to be more intentional with my time, really allowing myself to unplug and take time with my family. And just as important, I think, um, taking time for myself and to not right. feel guilty about that. So, I'm sure you feel the same way as a mom and, and juggling a career as well. Yeah, it's definitely tough. And I have to remind myself, it's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's not selfish yeah. to take a minute to go either a workout, go for a walk, listen to some music you want to take a moment for yourself is not selfish. Yeah. And we all need it. Women, men, anybody. I mean, I think anyone that balances family and work, it's something you need to sort of stay sane, I think. Yeah. 
Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7, and we've been talking with Michelle Markowitz. She's the president and CEO of the Cardinal Cushing Centers. It's a place where people of all ages and abilities can find possibility, opportunity, and hope. She's here with me this morning, and we're talking about her career path and the incredible new initiative that Cardinal Cushing Centers is launching. Let's get back to our conversation. You know, while there's been much growth over the time that you've been at the Cardinal Cushing Centers, you're about to launch a major initiative. Tell us about it. So five years ago, uh, the board at Cardinal Cushing unveiled a vision to really transform what was um, an institutional setting into a real integrated community where people of all abilities live, work, and play. And the transformation began to take place about three years ago when we converted an underutilized school dormitory into a building what is now called Bethany Apartments. And Bethany Apartments provides 37 units of workforce housing for members of the community. And um, Bethany Apartments was completed in partnership with uh, the town of Hanover and the planning office for urban affairs and actually won recognition by the Massachusetts nonprofit network um, and received an award for excellence and collaboration. Um, We're about to unveil our new marketplace building at Cardinal Cushing Centers, which is really exciting. Um, The marketplace will provide a beautiful new modern space and entrance to our inclusive community. Um, The marketplace is highly visible and located on Route 53 in Hanover. And we'll feature our longstanding student-run businesses, which include our Cushing Cafe that offers breakfast and lunch options, as well as some pre-made dinners for takeout. Um, We have our little thrift store called uh, Take Two, which will offer not only your traditional thrift store items, but a little designer corner for uh, the more high-end items that we are fortunate to receive. And then um, Unique Boutique, which uh, showcases artwork, pottery, jewelry made by artisans with disabilities. And these uh, featured products are made not only by our students and adults that participate in programs at Cushing, but also other human service agencies and entrepreneurs with developmental disabilities. So we're really excited about that. Um, Students and young adults work at the shops and are learning uh, vocational and employment uh, skills. And um, above the shops, we have our new state-of-the-art classroom space. So um, we're we're really excited for the marketplace um, to be officially opened. And um, it will provide more shopping opportunities for our our neighbors in the South Shore to come in to grab a quick cup of coffee and a special gift, um, but also really reinforces our vision for a more inclusive community. You know, Michelle, I find it so amazing that you are still persevering with this project through, I mean, a pandemic. I mean, we're all kind of juggling and figuring out how to keep moving on and how to pivot and you know, continue with our businesses or with our companies and and with our projects. Why was it so important to keep going ahead, even though we're in really crazy, uncertain times um, during this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, I think that the pandemic has been just so devastating to all of us. And I think there have been some silver linings. And, you know, for us, we we stayed open during the pandemic um, to to our residential um, students and adults. And uh, we were able to really adapt and change, um, which is remarkable. Um, You know, but there was really no choice but to move forward with the Marketplace project. And I'm really so happy that we were able to do that safely. 
Um, we're now at a point where we've maximized all of our educational space in our existing school building. And this new classroom space will allow us to spread out and enroll additional students that have been on hold um, due to space restraints. Um, you know, we, we really have no idea what the world will look like without the threat of COVID-19. Um, but I think that this marketplace really symbolizes the new beginnings at Cushing and just the overall resilience um, that our community has had through this pandemic. You've been there. You've been at the Cardinal Cushing Centers for 20 years now. What, what do you think is maybe the one thing that's kept you there? I think for me, it's just the, the overall mission of the work and the commitment of the staff. Um, it's truly remarkable. This is not just a paycheck. This is a calling, and, and people are just incredibly committed to the work that we do. What do you hope for, in addition to you know, the, the big project that you guys are working on now, what's your hope for the future for the Cardinal Cushing Centers? I'd really like for us to expand our services and look at providing um, more support, um, different supports, individual support models for people that don't necessarily need a 24-hour service model, looking at really maximizing independence, looking at uh, ways that we can partner with school districts for students that um, stay integrated within their school community, but really would like some additional vocational and employment opportunities, Um, and really expanding in-home supports, looking at clinical and behavioral needs so that students uh, and adults you know, don't necessarily need to move into a residential setting, but can stay at home. That's the in-home part is really something that I've even struggled as a, as a parent of two children in special needs. I've struggled to be able to find availability and people. I mean, it's in such high demand that getting an in-home service provider has been really tough. I mean, I think that's a great, a great avenue if, um, you know, you guys can tackle that. And I, I want to ask too, can people, I mean, our listeners now that are, that are hearing you, can people just simply donate either monetary donations and or how can we help? How can listeners and, and how can we as the audience help as we're hearing your, your conversation today? Yes, thank you, Kendra. It's um, people that are interested in donating can go to our website. Um, we have our Cushing Opportunity Fund, um, which helps offset uh, a lot of our expenses with the day-to-day operations and program development that we have here. Um, if they go right to our website, um, there's there's a link to the Cushing Opportunity Fund. And that's CushingCenters.org, correct? Yes. Okay, awesome. And in addition to donations, can people volunteer or is it paid work or how can people, if they want to simply help you with their time, can they do that also? Yes, we love volunteers. Um, we, we have a long list of volunteers that are just waiting to, uh, to help with our new marketplace building. Um, again, um, right there on the website, if volunteers are interested, if they just click on the link, um, we'd be happy to have um, you know, them join our community. We only have about a minute or two left with you, Michelle, and I wanted to know who's maybe the one or maybe two people, maybe it's three people that are in your life that have maybe inspired you? Well, I think... You know, inspirationally, I think, of course, it's it's the, the people that we support every day. You know, um, my parents have played an incredible role in my life, of course. And, you know, I think mentors, I think about, you know, our former CEO, Joanne Simons, who is now at Northeast Arc. And uh, during her time at Cushing, she really supported um, and pushed Cushing towards a more inclusive uh, um community and you know she's 
an incredible advocate for people with disabilities and someone who um, has just been an incredible support for me. What advice would you have for families that are listening that may have a family member who fits the perfect description of somebody who would need to be at the Cushing Centers? Maybe somebody or family member who is feeling down or, you know, they need some motivation. What advice would you have for them if they're feeling a little lost right now? And I think that is happening, you know, especially now with the pandemic. It's been really isolating uh, and really hard for everyone. Um, You know, there are so many uh, supports out there, you know, certainly partnering with, you know, your your local arcs, partnering with uh, public schools, you know, and, and reaching out to Cardinal Cushing, you know, where we um, have an incredible team here. Um, you know, if families are interested in, in looking at the services and supports that we offer, um, we are uh, conducting tours, um, uh, keeping things outdoors, of course. But, um, you know, I, I would encourage people to reach out to um, to their to their to their schools and their partners um, to include their child's team members um, in those discussions. Michelle, thank you so much for the work that you do. Honestly, I, again, I said it earlier in the interview, but I am so grateful as the parent of two children on the spectrum, and I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning, and I was overwhelmed and stressed, and I just thank my lucky stars. Every day there are people like you and the Cushing Centers who are there to help children and families like mine. So thank you for the work that you do. I mean, keep it up. Whatever we can do to help and support, we will. Again, it's CushingCenters.org. CushingCenters.org is their website. Go there, donate, do what you can, and we will post a link on our website as well. Thank you so much, Kendra. Thank you to Michelle Markowitz for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk with celebrities and CEOs and your neighbors who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you know someone who you think is exceptional and should be featured on our podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. Sue and I love talking with all of you, so be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.